What's going on, Clutch Crew Sports fans? Zach back here with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. And today's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we are going to be talking about some stuff that you've seen on Twitter. So we've all been making Twitter polls, and now we're going to be discussing them. This is all going to be about Twitter polls, and maybe you voted in them. So we're going to give you our takes on those polls. Now let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. What's going on, guys? I am Connor, the co-host with the most, and got some good feedback on these polls. More feedback than I thought we'd get, so um, at least we sometimes have a little bit of trouble getting feedback on some of our other posts, but our polls got some good votes, so I'm excited to discuss these. There's some some surprises we were I was discussing with Eric before the podcast started about some of these polls, so I'm interested to see what the other guys think about them and what uh, have a good discussion about them. All right, on what's going on? This is Eric here, your ranting co-host, and uh, I share my same thoughts as Connor. I'm excited to do this episode. I know Zach and I kind of did this once, but I think it's going to be more fun with everybody here. So, looking yep. forward to it. Hey guys, it's Nate here. Um, kind of like what the other guys said. Um, got some good feedback on the two polls that um, that I posted. So I'm excited to talk about those and. Um, talk a little bit with the other guys about um, the polls they ran. Absolutely. So this is we like like Eric said, we did a segment a couple episodes back about this, calling it "Ask Twitter," where we just made some polls, threw them up, see see how they do, and then talk about them. And that's we're basically doing that on steroids this uh, this episode. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> here we go, guys. I'm gonna start out sharing my two polls first. So, and, and I, the dates aren't on these polls, but they were from a, a little while ago. Uh, so this isn't the most recent news with mine, but the other guys have a lot more recent stuff in their polls. So the first question that I asked was, which young disgruntled star defensive player would you rather have and why? Comment and vote. And Jamal Adams, the, the poll choices were between Jamal Adams and Unique Ngakwe. And Adams won the vote 77% to Jan's 23%. Uh, the poll had 56 votes, and it did have some comments. I didn't, I'm not going to share screen all the comments, but most of the comments said Adams uh, because one guy I know said he voted Adams because he would rather have a younger safety and a veteran pass rusher, um, which was interesting. I never really thought of that, but. Both these guys are around the same age. Uh, Adams has more career achievements, I think, with the All-Pro. Jan's never been an All-Pro, but they've both been to Pro Bowls before and are both definitely disgruntled with their teams, asking for trades from bad teams. So they're a little bit similar. I I, I thought this poll would have closer poll results. Um, I personally would have voted Jan here in this poll. Nate, I know you voted Jamal. Yep. Um, yeah, but Eric and Connor, what about you guys? Who would you have voted if you did vote? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go first, Connor. Okay, well, yeah, I I can't remember if I voted or not, but if I did, I know I voted Jamal Adams. Um, I think more so for the reason being that I think there's a lot of – the talent pool for edge rushers is so much larger than it is for safeties right now that – I think having, if you can grab an all-pro, like, top-tier safety, I mean, we saw what it did for 
um, little biased here, but you saw what it did for the Steelers defense when they made that trade for Minka Fitzpatrick. Like it turned their secondary into, you know, like the new no fly zone, like it was unstoppable to get around. So, and I mean, there's so many edge rushers out there. There's like TJ Watt, there's Vaughn Miller, there's, I mean, Chris Jones isn't really an edge rusher, but he can still pressure the quarterback. Um, Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, there's all these young edge rushers and everything out there that, like I said, the talent pool to me seems bigger. So if I had one to pick, I'd rather have Jamal. And also, like you know, he said, he's a bit younger. So something that you can build on for the future. Mm-hmm. Eric, what about you? Yeah, I, I'm going Jamal Adams too. But for me, it's more so just based on my team's need. So with the Jaguars already having Josh Allen and then uh, drafting uh, oh, Chase on, I forgive me if I'm pronouncing his last name wrong. I feel no, like that's Jaguars, right. I feel like the Jaguars are pretty. It's his first and, name. That's the hard one. <laughs> yeah. Kalevon. <laughs> Kalevon. <laughs> I feel like the Jaguars are pretty set on at the edge rusher position right now, whereas our safety core is not really that good. So I would much rather have Jamal Adams, but that's just more so for my team's needs. Like I've, I've been really happy having Yon on the team and I feel like he's been a, very I mean his he has a little bit of weakness in the run game but I feel like he's such a disruptor in the pass game because one thing that's very underrated and not talked a lot about him is his ability to generate pressure he doesn't just get sacks from time to time he creates a lot of pressure and especially in obvious passing situations where even if he doesn't get the sack he forces a bad throw so Yannick Ngakwe is very good, but he doesn't want to be on my team anymore. And then having, a, <laughs> having an amazing safety like Jamal Adams couldn't hurt. So I'm picking Jamal. Yeah, no, the, the reason keep... I've... Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly say why why I would say Yon because uh, I just... Connor was talking about the talent pool at, uh, at Edge Rusher, but still it seems like that's what every team wants to draft in the first round is Edge Rushers and stuff. And you can never have enough of them because they do get hurt. And I do think they're much more important than safeties are. I think you can get away with having really good corners instead in your secondary and having average safeties. Uh, good safeties definitely help, but Jamal Adams has never really lifted that defense up. So I, I'm not as big of a fan of him. He gets a lot of personal foul penalties. It seems like he's from a, he, he's like an old soul with uh his play style and <laughs> another an thing too. Soul. Well, like, you know, he, he hits the, he, he has hits that yeah. are illegal now, I but in it. the older days it, they would have yeah. been. Um... Yeah, no, I get it. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was just funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and y'all, I mean, as far as his outlandish stuff, he doesn't do a lot of talking or anything. I know on Twitter, he's been kind of crazy, but on the field, he doesn't do a lot of talking. Whereas Jamal, he makes it seem like he's Ed Reed or Troy Polamalu already. And, I'm not down with that. I I value edge rushers better. I think Yon's underrated, uh, and Jamal's overrated. So that's why I went with Yon. And then my other poll was uh, this was in reaction after the Hall of Fame game was canceled. I said, with the news of the Hall of Fame game being canceled, how worried are you about the NFL season? Uh, the options were on a scale of one to three, four to six, seven to nine, or ten as being most worried. And this was a very tight poll with the results. Uh, Four to six and seven to nine actually tied with 31%. And then one to three was almost right there at 29%. uh, And only 8% saying they were at at a level 10. Uh, And the poll did get 40.
So that was quite a few. And I'm probably at a 10 right now, to be honest. Um, Nate, what about you? Tell me where you're at and why with uh, now even the preseason games we know have been canceled. Um, I believe I voted 10 on the poll and it was on Twitter. I think I'm still... Um, that, that, that seemed like a little bit of an overreaction at the time, but now it's a little bit, I feel like more justified, like definitely with the preseason being canceled. Um, I think that helps, um, makes the start date a little more flexible, but I think there's going to be a whole lot of concern from the players about, I think doing this season and, um, the logistics of that. So I'm pretty, uh, worried about that. Yeah, same. I mean, all it takes is is one player to get this and and uh, pass it to a whole team, and then what's going to happen if a whole team gets sick? I just think there's so many things that are going to potentially going wrong with this, and coronavirus is uh, spiking as mm-hmm. of recently. So uh, you've got that going on, and it's just it's just I I I knew the preseason. I'm pretty sure the rest of the preseason will be canceled too. And that's going to diminish the quality of play because there's no training camps really right now. There's no OTAs or anything. Nobody's played or even been together uh, up until now, which is unheard of for the NFL. And with all the stuff going on, the fact that this has never happened before for the NFL, that's another reason why too. I'm out of ten because this is uh, this is unique times. You don't know you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, normally, I'm at a one, but this is such a big enough threat to the season that i'm at a 10 for that reason um how much time we got left here before we go to the to uh Uh, like two and a half minutes okay all right so what about you guys eric and connor where what did you vote and uh tell us why i'll start with eric i don't think i voted on this poll but i'm definitely heading towards a 10 i mean i'd i guess right now if i had to say i'd say seven to nine but when this poll first came out, if I had voted, I would have voted one to three because like, oh, it's just the very first preseason game. That's not really that big of a deal. But now that since then, there's been two weeks of preseason already canceled. And like Zach said, they're still not practicing or anything yet. Like, it's getting pretty scary and it's going to suck that there's no football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not quite at a 10 yet just because, you know, with two weeks being a preseason being canceled, that's not a full guarantee. But I've definitely gone from a one to three range to a seven to nine range, which is not good. Yeah. All right, Connor, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably is the same as Eric. I'm probably in like the seven to nine range right now. I mean, I know back when this poll started, I probably was a one to three because I just at that time the cases were going down, the you know coronavirus was going down, and I was thinking, oh, okay, like you know it's going to be fine by the time we get to the the you know game we might miss some preseason but the regular season will be good but now i am getting more worried like you said it's spiking especially in like florida and texas where eric and zach are both from it's five spiking teams really, too there in those yeah, states it's, so. it's, right it's spiking really big in those states so um i mean i would hope that by september they probably have it sorted out but i think the biggest key to like whether i'm gonna go up to a 10 or i'm gonna you know feel better about it is what happens with the NBA. Like, if the NBA can kind of make their thing work, and, like, if baseball can get started, if those things will happen and it goes well, then I think I'll probably feel a little bit better. But until that happens, I'm definitely still leaning towards 10 because it's not like, you know, 
NASCAR and Formula One can get going and golf can get going because, you know, they're social distancing. Like on the golf course, you're holes away from people, so it doesn't matter. And also in motorsports, you know, you're in cars. So those sports can go. But in football and basketball, you're right next to everybody in their faces. So um, it's definitely concerning. It's not something that you can do without really high precautions. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's get over and take a look at Eric's polls now. So, Eric, tell us about your two polls. Yeah, I mean, so I, I definitely want to leave mine open to a lot to discussion. My polls were pretty simple, so there's not much to explain, really. So if the NFL season is able to go on, I asked uh, out of the four teams in the NFC uh, and out of the four teams in the AFC that got last place in their divisions – uh, which one has the best chance of going from worst to first. So in the NFC, you have the Cardinals, the Lions, the Panthers, and the Redskins. And the Cardinals uh, ran away with this poll here. And in the AFC, you have the Dolphins, Bengals, Jags, and Chargers. This one was a little more split, but the Chargers did get the most votes with 34%. And the Dolphins getting 32%. So with the in terms of Twitter with the NFC, I tend to agree with them. I don't know if any of these four teams will be able to do it, but out of the four teams possible, I do think the Cardinals had the best chance. The Redskins are still not a very good team, in my opinion. The Panthers, they've got some pieces, but they're rebuilding. The Lions, I think, would have the second best chance. But I just, with the Cardinals getting DeAndre Hopkins to give Kyler Murray a great weapon, and that'll free up Larry Fitzgerald to not draw double teams and stuff. I, I think the Cardinals do have a great chance. They're just in a tough division. And then with the AFC, I do disagree with Twitter. I, if I was going to rank them from worst or like worst chance to best chance, I'd put the Bengals last, the Chargers third, the Jags second and then the Dolphins first with uh, the Patriots losing Brady that's going to give the Dolphins the best chance I mean the Bills are looking good right now too but the Dolphins had a great end to their season last year with really not a good team and then while I don't think all of their moves they made in the offseason were great I definitely think they have a much better team than last year so I'm going to give the edge to them the Chargers just there's no way they're going to pass the Chiefs in my opinion so those are my thoughts on it, but uh, I want to hear what you guys think. Connor and I were kind of talking about this before we started, so I'll let Connor go first with his thoughts here. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. <clears throat> Sorry, I definitely agree in the NFC that the Cardinals are probably have the best chance. I mean, they were in a tough division. I know I voted Cardinals on this. Um, I did have a tough time with the – you were discussing how, you know, the Cardinals kind of ran away with the NFC and the AFC one was closer. I actually had a tougher time deciding in the NFC one between – like, I don't think the – much to – sorry, Jackson, despite all of the messages you've been sending us in Discord <laughs> that the Panthers are going to go to the Super Bowl if they get a tight end and blah, 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 blah. Oh, the yeah. Pan- <laughs> the Panthers are in rebuilding mode. There's no way they're going to beat the – I mean, that's a- – a tough division too i mean the saints the falcons and the buccaneers are all in that division so um i see no chance for the panthers the redskins like you said are still not a very good team unfortunately and the lions i kind of contemplated detroit just because i mean chicago is kind of a dumpster fire and i highly doubt the packers are going to replicate that 13 and 3 season next season 
Um, and I mean, if they can just stay healthy, if honestly they can keep a running game, they they might be able to take it to the Vikings. That's a big might though. But obviously the Cardinals with, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins from the ASU perspective though, uh, first of all, I'm surprised you said Bengals and not Bengals. That's their oh, official oh, yeah, nickname <laughs> for, for Uncle Steve, the Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals. Um, yeah, I definitely disagree. I don't know why anybody would vote the Chargers with the Chiefs hanging around in that division. That's pretty uh, – the Chiefs, especially with Patrick Mahomes getting a new 10-year, $503 million deal for the next season. Um, I highly doubt that. So I easily went with the Dolphins here, like you said. I mean, the Patriots don't have Brady. The Bills are looking okay, but who knows? And the Jets are just a dumpster fire. So that's an easy at least third place. So, um, Nate, what do you think about it? Yeah, I'm kind of – um, in agreement here, I definitely think the Cardinals got the best chance to go from worst to first just because that division's a little bit more, um, obviously the Niners should be in it, but I think that's a lot more, uh, wide open right now. And they obviously added DeAndre Hopkins and some good pieces there. So I think that's a pretty, um, solid choice, um, to win that poll. Uh, no problems there, but I agree. I think, I don't see the Chargers going from worst to first. Um, they could... They could go from worst to second because the Broncos and the Raiders aren't, you know, too much there. But I don't see how they're going to pass the the uh, Chiefs with either Tyrod or Justin Herbert at quarterback. I just don't see that happening. But the Dolphins, I mean, as much as I love the Pats and the moves that they have made, um, that's probably the best window in the ASC. Obviously, there's a whole lot of uncertainty there, and the Dolphins are look to be on the rise at least. So I think, um, I think they would have the best shot, on my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit different than you guys for the NFC side of the poll. I voted Lions here, and my reasoning is I think the Cardinals are getting really overrated right now. I've never seen so much love for Kyler Murray after the year that he had. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's it's a lot of projection, I think, with him because he didn't have an MVP year, which a lot of people make it seem to be. And also, they didn't address the offensive line. I think that's a huge problem for the Cardinals. Uh, Kylo Murray needs a, needs a stronger offensive line than what he's got. So I still think the Cardinals are probably the worst in that division with the Rams, uh, Seahawks, and 49ers. I still think they're the worst. Whereas the Lions, they get to play the Bears. That's a free win. Uh, the the Packers, I think, are going to be much might worse. disagree with you. <laughs> they might, but I don't really care. Um, <laughs> the, the Packers... Uh, they the Lions really should have beat the Packers both times last year, and the Vikings, many would argue, got worse. So, I'm I think the Lions had the best chance. I don't know if it will happen, but the Panthers and Redskins were automatic no's for me. They only combined <laughs> with uh, less than twenty percent of the vote. So again, that's sorry, my Jackson. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's my vote for the NFC. AFC it's a lot more clear cut, like you guys said, Dolphins. Uh, another thing too, the the Chargers winning this, they have the worst rookie quarterback of the three rookie quarterbacks on this list, in my opinion, and Herbert. So mm-hmm. the the fact that they have the worst rookie quarterback, that's they're not going to win. Um, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I don't. I, I just, and if Mahomes, even if Mahomes gets hurt, which is the only chance for that to happen, I still think the Broncos and Raiders are better. So uh, with their quarterbacks, anyways, and the Jags are are rebuilding. Obviously, the Bengals. That's a pretty tough division for them to win, but I think they're going to be a lot better. And the Dolphins, I think, are going to be a lot better, and that division's wide open. So easy vote for Dolphins yeah. for me. 
I'll say another thing too. I'll say before like we go on. One thing that surprised me, like maybe just as much as the Chargers winning the poll, I also was surprised that the Bengals got more votes than the Jags because other than them drafting yeah, Joe sure. Burrow, I don't really know what people are so excited about, about thinking the Bengals have a better chance than the Jags and the Bengals. And, <laughs> I mean, the uh, I, the Bengals are also in a much harder division than the Jags, too. Like, we don't have to contend with the Steelers and the Ravens. I mean, that especially the Ravens, I just don't. I don't know. I just don't see where how the Bengals got almost a fourth of the vote. <laughs> that, that surprised me a lot too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else they have for a team, but I mean, you know, Joe Mixon's been quite a disappointment here, and I mean, I know they drafted my guy Akeem Davis Gaither from App State, but you know, their defense is still also a dumpster fire, especially in a division with Lamar Jackson and Odell Beckham and. Ben Roethlisberger and you know all those guys at the helm it's like I don't really see where that comes from I will say I do agree with Zach even though I voted for the Cardinals in that poll I will say that I do agree that they're being a bit overrated because like you said they still have Kyler Murray may have had you know a rookie of the year type season but he wasn't you know fantastic yeah the card- and, the and you can have you can have all the weapons you want but you got to be able to protect uh Kyler Murray and what, what give yeah. him some more time Right. Well, and I think the biggest thing, too, for this is going to be the key to the success for the Cardinals and Lions is that I know running backs are highly devalued these days in the National Football League. But I think the health of their running backs is going to be key for them, especially for the Lions, because when Carrion Johnson is healthy, he's a really decent running back. I mean, he was their first 1000 yard rusher in like 10 seasons or whatever when they drafted him yeah. or picked him up or whatever. So but he just has really a lot of issues staying healthy. And the same goes for David Johnson. I mean, well, I Johnson uh, was traded. To that's Houston. right. He was in. He was in yeah, that trade. For, yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I don't know why I thought that, but I don't know who their backup is. But you know, yeah, without I, either. I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, Drake, Kenyon Drake. Okay, that's yeah. It. yeah, right. Who's that's a, their starter? Who, who's yeah. a, a third down running back at best? And even if David Johnson was still there, he's super injury prone too. So I think the key, the health of the running backs is probably in the performance of the running backs is what's going to have to carry the Cardinals and lions above some of these other teams, especially the Cardinals, because when you're in, I, I don't buy that the Rams are maybe better than them still, but definitely the Seahawks and 49ers are better than them for sure. Yep. All right. Uh, let's take a look now here at Connor's polls. Uh, Connor, tell us about your two polls. Yeah. So I had, um, I guess I decided that I was going to go. Um, I was the first one to have a basketball poll, and I think I'm the only one that had yeah. a basketball poll actually. Yeah. So I'll start with that one because that one was a bit more clear cut. Um, there was all this news that Ennis Cantor was coming out with that there was a big NBA star that was going to be, you know, not showing up to the restart of the season. And I know Zach and I had a discussion about this, and Zach was trying to claim that it might be Giannis, which I said I didn't <laughs> think so. So, but it turned out it was Victor Oladipo and I decided I put up this poll talking about like, how will the Pacers do without Victor Oladipo? Because they're already locked into a playoff spot. So they're already gonna, you know, have that going for them. But without their, one of their star players, how will they do? And overwhelmingly 80% of the vote went for first round exit. I also got, there was 6% for conference finals loss. Nobody said that they would lose in the finals, but there was a 13.3% said that they would win the NBA championship, which if I do my math here correctly, really quickly, 
if I do 30 times 0.13, that's about four people that voted that they would win the NBA championship without Victor Oladipo. So I know Zach made a comment on this poll asking people to explain themselves on that. So I guess I'll let Zach talk about this first. Yeah, that that just shocked me. And when I saw that even one person voted for that, I was stunned. And then they the votes started coming in, like Connors had four people voted for that. I was just shocked by that. Uh, they wouldn't have won the finals with Victor Oladipo, so why why in the world would they win it without him? Um, just puzzling to me. But the the winner of this poll, I think, is what I voted for. First-round exit, probably most likely. Uh, it's, it's just the Pacers thing to do. They, they've Ever since Paul <laughs> George has left, uh, they, they really have struggled in the first round. They're, they're always a good team, like a four or five seed, but they can't make it past the first round. But it, it should be some a, a competitive series. I think it'll go six or seven games, no matter who they play. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. I guess, uh, Eric, what do you think the is going to be the fate of the Pacers without Oladipo? Yeah, I I voted first round exit. Also, I you didn't have this as a choice, but I think second round exit could be a possibility. Yeah, that, like the darn they, only four choices on the yeah, poll. They, <laughs> I think they have a good chance of winning their first round, depending series depending on who they get matched up against because Victor Oladipo didn't play a lot of this season anyway so uh the fact that the Pacers have the record they have even without him being there most of the season is I I think they have a chance to get it past the first round but I they're definitely I definitely don't see them getting to the conference finals or anything farther than that but no not with the Bucks and Raptors out there I'm kind of disappointed with Victor Oladipo doing this, because I know he said it's like concern over his injury, but he was playing before yeah. uh, COVID-19 struck. He had already rehabbed from his previous injury and was playing again. So to me, it's kind of disappointing because when he was with like the magic and the thunder, he was kind of viewed as more of a role player there. And then when the Pacers made the trade, uh, sending Paul George to the thunder and because he wanted out and getting Victor Oladipo, they told him, you know, you're going to be the face of this team and we believe in you. And I remember hearing him talk about that a while back. So, you know, they believe in him and then they've gotten a pretty solid team around him with Sabonis and Miles Turner, who was already there. And then they brought in Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Warren. Like they have a pretty solid team now. So this to me would be his chance to prove himself to be able to show that he's the that he can be the face of a team and lead a team to glory kind of deal. But then he's just going to sit out because of a, you know, quote unquote injury concern. I'm kind of disappointed in him in that, but uh, those are my takes on this, on this poll here. What do you got, Nate? What do you, do you have any opinion on this? <laughs> Nate? I had my mic muted when I wasn't talking because there was oh, some okay. little bit of background noise. But um, yeah, I'm basically with you guys here. I'm with uh, like Zach on this one. I don't see how anybody could vote for um, championship <laughs> or finals. Um, I think first they just don't have the talent without um, a star like Oladipo to go. I think past the first round. I think um, they're only taking the top. I mean, I, granted, it's still a big playoff field, but I I still think in a series like that, they're, they don't have the talent to get by um, any of those teams. So I'm going first-round exit here. All right. So then the second poll that I had, which was much closer, um, 
as everybody knows, the Washington Redskins and also now the Cleveland Indians are discussing this about changing their nicknames. So with the Redskins changing their nickname, I decided to put up a poll. Obviously, again, I wish we had more than four slots to put up suggestions, but um, what the Redskins' new nickname would be, 34% voted other. I'm assuming a lot of those votes were for the Red Tails, because if you see there's a few mm-hmm. comments on here where people put Red Tails. I know Zach put Warthogs. Zach I'll also explain su- that. I'll explain <laughs> Zach <better>. also <laughs> suggested to me that they should uh, change the logo to a potato and keep the same name. <laughs> You know, that would also be good, or or like an apple. Um, But but then the other options I put up, I put Defenders, because obviously that was the name of the D.C. Defenders in the XFL. Someone actually did comment that they should do that, but change it from Washington to D.C. Shout out to Brody Sports Talk for that. That's Caleb. (laughs) Um, And then the Warriors seems to be the front-running name right now, so I decided to put that. That got second on the poll. And then I put the Sentinels up there because if anybody's seen the movie, The Replacements, the Washington Sentinels are the name of the team. So I decided to put up there. That was last place. But um, I'm in favor of it. I would actually have to to go with Defenders here. I liked the DC Defenders name, but I guess I'll start with Nate. What is your opinion on the name, what what it should be? Um, yes, this is one that definitely, I think, a really interesting one. Like, I've been thinking about it myself, personally. Um, I think if it, I would have selected the Red Tails for this one, I just think that's a pretty cool, um, it's definitely a unique name, and it's definitely, like, got a cool, like, history to it with the, um, the, you know, the Red Tails and, like, Tuskegee Airmen and all that, um, from back in World War II. Like, that definitely be a cool way to, like, honor the military and all that. Um, I like, that would be my first choice, um, I like Defenders, I don't know if they could, if the XFL still owns, owns any trademarks to that, but that would be, um, a good one as well, or else, I kind of like, um, what they're saying with the Warthogs there, I think it would be cool if, they've already gone by, like, the Hogs, and they've had, like, you know, the fans come with, like, the pig, um, masks and all that, and they've been, doing that for a while, I think it would be kind of cool if they adopted, like, the unofficial nickname. I mean, people already, I guess they're pretty into that in Washington, so maybe <laughs> find a way to make it, like, official, and um, that could be an idea. I don't know, a catchy, Warthogs is pretty good, I don't know, um, another catchy name for that, but um, I don't know, I had a hard time with this, and there's definitely a few uh, good ideas there, but I think Red Tails would probably be my um, top choice. Yeah, definitely. What about Zach and Eric? What do you guys think? All right, I'll I'll go next here. Uh, so I've I voted other, and I commented warthogs as my as my choice. Um, the thing is, in red tails would be a, a good name suggestion as well. The only one listed on here that I really have a problem with would be war would be warriors because the NBA team warriors is doing so good right now. It they. That just doesn't sound right, and disrespects the name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. just it's it just doesn't feel feel good for them to do that. Um, but I was thinking, everybody kept coming up all, with all these red hogs, red tails, all these red things in it, and I'm thinking like this is the you can do whatever you want here. It, that, I don't know why people are so up in arms about it. it. Has to be red something, or it has to have some sort of Native American connection or anything like that like they can literally just change this to anything they want they don't this they they can just completely do a rebranding which i think they should do um but the warthogs thing is i i really like that because 
like Nate said, the for whatever reason, I don't know the history of it, but the I've always seen those Redskins fans with like the pig nose, and it's intimidating and scary. And when I see those people, I get scared. So that's a good way to scare your opponent. <laughs> yeah. um, and and we don't have a warthogs in sports. I mean, we've got a Razorbacks with the Arkansas University, but uh, it's just a unique name. You can go by the Hogs, go, go Hogs, you know, like, go I don't hogs. know. <laughs> <laughs> they should move to Iowa. <laughs> um, I, I just think that'd be so cool. I, they, there's a there's a lot of good logo possibilities with that. Um, just, I, I think that's a really unique name and something like, we've seen Defenders, Sentinels, that doesn't really roll off the tongue well, in my opinion. Um, I like warthogs. That's that was my my suggestion, but I'm not sure it'll happen. <laughs> Eric, what about you? Um, so, as you can tell, Zach put a ton of thought into this. Uh, I, on the other hand, really have put zero thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have uh, much to add here. But one okay. one thing I will agree, I saw like out of the besides other like out of the three name choices that Warriors has the most votes there. And I, I'm in agreement with Zach here that I I think Washington Warriors would be a terrible choice. Uh, it would feel like a ripoff of the Golden State Warriors. And I don't really know what's so like warrior about Washington. I don't know. I, I it's, <laughs> Other than it being like a WW, I don't, you know, for the initials. Yeah. WWE. I really, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I don't really see what the point of that would be. So I, I hope that's not what they go with. I think that would be, I think that would be a terrible choice. I mean, maybe Susan would like it as a Cowboys fan that then that would mean her rival has a really lame team name, but I don't, (laughs) but but, um, I like what Nate talked about with the red tails for the military. I just kind of been going off of what you guys said here. Like, I think that would be a cool tribute to them. So I would be okay with that. But in terms of, what would I prefer it to be? I honestly don't care. I, I guess maybe because they're not my team. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter to me what they pick, but, and I'm in agreement with Zach too, that whatever name they do pick, they definitely need to do a whole rebrand and they need a fresh start. I don't know why they're still contemplating even not changing it. It, they need to, with everything going on with the times now, like they, they definitely need to change it for sure. Yeah. An agreement there. So Nate, Let's get to your two polls here and, and see how they went. All right. So um, the first one I have here was um, now that the base, now we have all the full details of the Cam Newton contract. Um, we know it's um, only 500,000 guaranteed, which is crazy cheap for a former MVP. Um, so I just basically asked, um, what are you guys expectations for him this season in New England? Um, the options were he's going to be the MVP, he's going to go to the Pro Bowl, he's going to be just a solid, you know, average starter, or he's going to be trash, or he's just going to ride the bench behind Stidham this year. And so the the number one um, winning result was solid starter with 47%. Um, so most of you guys think he's going to be average. Um, a couple people said Pro Bowl, a couple people said um, MVP at 17%, and then only 4% of 23 votes said trash so that's probably like two people um and then um yeah so um if i would have voted i would have said um probably solid starter also um interesting to see what you guys have to say 
Um, I don't know who wants to go first. I'll, I'll go first here yeah. real quick. Um, I voted solid starter as well. I think that little check mark might be my vote showing there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I think Cam will end up starting. Like we were talking before the podcast, and Nate, and he might not start week one for for different reasons unique to this season. But I think he will start eventually, and I think he'll be a solid starter. The thing I think holding him back from being Pro Bowl and MVP are the his offense and the weapons around him. I don't think he's got I mean Marquise Lee, does that really scare anybody? Like uh <laughs> so I I'm not really scared. He he doesn't have the the weapons to get the stats that you would need for MVP and Pro Bowl, especially Pro Bowl and and there's so many good quarterbacks in the AFC, it's going to be hard to get the stats to do those things, but I also don't think he's going to be trash or bench. I I think he will start and I think he'll He'll do pretty good. I think he'll be a solid starter. Uh, Connor, what about you? Yeah, well, I was I wasn't a part of the discussion that happened before that, but I am interested to see what happens because you know the Patriots were so committed to Jared Stidham before this. I mean, you know, all the talk going up to the season was like, oh, we don't want Cam Newton. It's Stidham, Stidham, Stidham. He's our guy. But then all of a sudden, you know, out of nowhere, pretty much, they go and sign Cam Newton. So I'm really interested to see interested to see how the dynamic works out because I do think Stidham's going to be the starter week one. Um, and I mean, and the problem for Cam Newton is that if Stidham performs, like, then you're not going to go away from that. Like, if you're winning games, then you're not going to go away from what's working, um, even if like it's not. Maybe even if Cam could probably get some better results, you don't know that. I mean, he pretty much sat out all of last season due to injury. So, and especially now with OTAs and training camp being delayed, who knows how in shape Cam Newton's going to be for this season. And also there's the problem for him that, like, if he takes one good hit, he could get injured again and, you know, be riding the bench again for the rest <laughs> of the season. So I, I would probably still would have picked solid starter, but I definitely think, you know, more than 4.3% yeah. on the trash yeah. bench should have been on there because I don't think he'll be trash, but I do see if Sidon performs a high probability that he does sit on the bench for most of the season. Um, Eric, what about you? Yeah, I'm pretty much in full agreement with Connor here. I think if my problem with the Cam Newton signing isn't that I don't think Cam is any good or something like that, but just what confused me was just the timing of it. I'm surprised they waited so late to do this. I figured they would have brought him in way sooner if they wanted to go with him. So I I just don't like the timing of it is my biggest problem. Now, if Stidham goes out and drops a dud the first couple games or they realize before the season they think he's not any good or something, then... Cam could come in, and I think he could be a solid starter if he does get the opportunity, but they gave him such a low contract and with all these incentives, so he might not even make... I mean, he basically signed for the bare minimum, which is crazy. Um, I thought he would get a better contract than that whenever he signed somewhere, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm with Connor, too. Like, I don't think he's going to be trash. I think that might have been a harsh word, but it did get probably more attention on the poll <laughs> by, probably. by putting that on there. <laughs> I, I, I could see him, you know, going on the bench, you know, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll see for sure. But definitely the I can't see the exact percentage there because Zach Skype logo on my screen. But 
however many people voted 2020 MVP is like seventeen percent. Seventeen percent might want to lower their expectations because <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me let me do some quick math for you, and I'll tell you how exactly how many people voted for it's that. It's got to be so, like three or four, maybe. It was four. Four, four. people. Yeah. Four yeah. people voted 2020 MVP. Probably the same four people that think the pace was probably. They got a lot of optimism, like, like, given that. Reburner accounts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe one of those was Jackson because I know he loves Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be definitely an interesting um, situation to watch there. I'm with I'm with you guys. I think my expectations are um, kind of in check, but um, definitely interested to see what the Pats do at the QB position this year. Um, so my second poll I posted, um, uh, didn't get as much, um, interaction on that one, only 11 votes, but, um, the question was with the MLB releasing their schedule, they're only playing 60 regular season games this year, which is down from, um, they usually do 162, so it's, um, under half the games are going to be played this season, um, basically almost a third, um, of a, of a season, so, I said, with only 60 games being played, should the MLB still name their league MVPs and other major awards like the Cy Young, um, uh, Silver Slugger, all that type stuff? Um, so 63% of the people, so in a 11-vote poll, that's um, probably seven of the people said yes. Um, the other options were yes with an asterisk, which nobody voted for, um, no, too short of a season, um, which had 27%, and then 9% said other, which would be one person, I think. I don't know if I ever saw um, if they commented about that. I don't yeah, think... I don't know why people vote on yeah, the other, other but comment. Yeah, yeah, like, like, comment how, how am I supposed <laughs> to tell what you're actually voting for, dude? <laughs> yeah. so they, Seriously, they said, dude? <laughs> Maybe they clicked on accident i guess but um yes yeah, so this i know you guys don't watch baseball as much but it's kind of um there's an interesting question especially with the other leagues might i mean the nba's already got their season basically over but if the nfl comes back and um might have to do a shortened season they could be in the same boat here so um what do you guys think should they still name an mvp or not because you're only um um you know, only playing very few games this year. I can start with, um, I guess, whoever wants to take it first. Yes, I'll go first since I'm the one who watches the other sports. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd probably say yes. I mean, because I think the idea of putting an asterisk on something is more so for, like, I guess, if it was a situation where they played more games than usual, I'd say yes, because it's like, okay, well... Like, if someone broke, like, a single-season record or something, like, say they extended the season, like, 190 for some reason, you know, and someone broke, like, a single-season record, then I think that would be a situation where you put an asterisk, like, yes, this person has the record, but they also had, like, you know, 30 more games to do it, unless they made that a permanent change. If it was, um, So I think the asterisk is a bit extreme, but, I, I mean, since, you know... I do think they should still be allowed to do awards. And actually I'm kind of in favor of maybe they should keep the season at like 60 games because 162 is just ridiculous. I've always been against Mm -hmm. that for the MLB. It's like, 
I don't know how anybody can stand to watch that many games. Like, there's this guy at my work who is, like, a big baseball fan, and I swear he probably watches, like, all 162 yeah. games. And I'm like, how do you enjoy that? Got like, a bad that MLB much? season pass or, or whatever they yeah. call it. Yeah, something like that. Like, I, I remember in my college you get thousands with of the, games. Yeah, in my college yeah. dorm room with, like, the TV channels they gave us. They gave us MLB Network, but not NFL Ooh. Network. And I'm like, who wants to watch uh, that over NFL Network? Like, oof. come on now. But, yeah, definitely, I do think they should award them because, you know, it's there's nobody has an advantage or anything with a shortened season. Like, nobody's going to break any records this season, so why not? Yeah, I've I got to agree here. I The reason why I say yes is because, I like, if this question was about the NFL instead, I would probably say that they shouldn't because if in the NFL, if they only played a third of their games, that would only be like five or six games. It, it would be really difficult to tell who necessarily the best player was or, you know, different things like that. But even with this being a shortened season, they're still playing 60 games. That's enough time to distinguish yourself as the best player, or the best pitcher, or you know, whatever. So I think it's okay uh, with this situation. But like I said, if it was the NFL, if the NFL was only going to do like five or six games, then I would say they shouldn't do the awards. But 60 games, I think, is enough time to prove yourself. All right. So I voted yes as well along with you guys. I don't see why not. It's a it's a season after all. This is a, its own standalone unique season. There's nothing... Um, it is unique in that it's shortened, but nonetheless, it's still a season, and it's really unfair to the people playing in that season. I think even even in Connor's situation with the 190 scenario, like it'd be unfair to the to the players that oh, just because of tradition, the traditional schedule length, you're not going to get an award because it's more or less. I don't see that being fair to the players that have great seasons. Um, like Eric said, I think you can come with a conclusive winner. Uh, and even if you don't, that's not a problem because if you don't come to a conclusive winner, uh, the MLB still needs a lot of attention, I think. And that could be a controversy thing to get, uh, some attention going on there. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't see why not. Um, I, I'm not, I've never been a fan of the people at, they're so traditional. It's like, oh, is it because it's always been this way? It's going to have to stay this way forever. And if it's not, it's something with the asterisk or a weird thing. But so I, I voted that's what yes. I was saying, like, it's, that's why I was saying, like, if they were to permanently change yeah. it to like 190 games, then I'd be fine. But if it was like a yeah. one season deal, then like, I, I, like I said, I still think they should do awards. But like, if someone broke a record or something, then I yeah. would say maybe. That's true. Maybe. But like for season awards, oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's on a level playing field if you're playing yeah. 190 games. So. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. For what, do you, what do you think of your own poll here? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I I would have said yes too. I um was a little bit surprised it was that everyone was in agreement on this one. Um, just because like I got the idea because I saw it. Um, I think it might have been on um ESPN or maybe just on Twitter, or maybe, maybe even both. I don't remember, but I saw some debate about it, so I thought, oh, maybe this will get some good interaction, but. Everyone's kind of on the same page, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I think it could be definitely an interesting results. Like some guys who they always do like you know the predictions for the awards. Usually they're not right, anyways. But I think this year it could really be someone out of the box because 60 games is definitely 
a lot of games, but still in baseball, like guys can get like hot. Yeah. You know, and it's like some guy who could be not they don't have like bench warmers in baseball as much, but you know, some guy like who no one expected could could come out and string together like even forty, you know, great games. Um, because baseball you don't have to be great every time out there. You can put together like even thirty five, forty games and maybe take home the MVP. Um, you hit enough home runs, so it could be definitely an interesting result. But I think if you're gonna go out and play 30 games, you'd have the, you know, the right or you know to earn um, those awards still. So I'm definitely on board with it. I don't think an asterisk is appropriate in this case. I think like what Connor said, I would definitely agree there. Um, but I don't think anybody really benefits uh, too much in this situation. You need an asterisk. So yep. All right, so that's that's going to wrap up the our episode today, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we might do this again later in the future. Let us know if you really like this uh, format. It's definitely fast-paced, boom, topic, uh, eight different topics we talked about, which is a lot of fun. I like, I like, I miss the miscellaneous yeah. sports episodes. Uh, <laughs> so this is kind of this is kind of the closest thing we've got to that uh, going on. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening and watching, guys. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, remember, be clutch. Bye. See ya. Peace.